Blog Talk Radio. Pittsburgh by two, almost two to one. I mean, if you look at the stats, 
Um, pull out the box. Well, not the box. So pull out the GameCast here. Right, ESPN.com. It it had it showed that the the uh, Niners, you know, gained over 430 yards of offense, Ooh. and over 170 of that was on the ground. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and and also if you you know, and also, um, yeah, I mean 436 to 239. That. Had over two to one first downs to us. They had 26 first downs to our 11. Controlled the clock at 36 minutes and 17 seconds. The only uh-huh. reason why this game was close was because of turnovers. They turned over the ball five times. Three of those times, they were in scoring range. So, mm. really, if you take away even two of those three turnovers that occurred in um, the, the, the red zone in Pittsburgh, deep in Pittsburgh's territory, this would have been a blowout. This would have been a blowout. This, yeah, blowout city written all over it. And, you know, I don't want people to be fooled. Sometimes you'll be fooled by the final score instead of watching the game, mm-hmm. right? So, I say all that to say this, man. All this, I think, look, I'm trying not to throw out the baby with, uh, with the bathwater. I'm not saying that the seal season is over because you do have to play this now on, on Monday night at home, and they should be Cincinnati. But I'll tell you what, Pittsburgh is in big, big trouble. 0-3, two games behind. Baltimore was playing well. And, yeah, yeah, it, they're in big trouble, brother. They're, they're in big-ass trouble. Yeah, you, you, you're talking about Baltimore. Baltimore could have very easily be 3-0, and stealing a win in Kansas City, even though Kansas City got right. a huge start especially with that big second quarter that they had. But you're right in, in terms of the, the Pittsburgh-San uh, Francisco game. I was completely unaware that it was that bad. I heard Mika had a good game, and I thought I heard that there were five turnovers um, caused by the Steelers' defense, but I, I didn't look for that. What I looked for, though, was that fourth-quarter situation to see how Pittsburgh was actually up late in the fourth quarter and their final right. two drives, which were not necessarily head scratchers, but it just didn't, the optics didn't look good for those last two drives. For those that don't know, Pittsburgh was up by three late in the second, late in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. One drive actually ended up being a fumble in their territory, which led to the um, the, 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 the 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 Niners taking the lead, twenty-four uh, twenty. Right. Steelers right. get the ball back. Kind of yeah, it was a huge kind uh, fumble, and then you have a third and two when Pittsburgh's attempting to drive downfield, and there's a fumble on that play, which the Pittsburgh actually recovered, but still the recovery put them in fourth and twelve, and they're out on downs. So yeah, those last two drives in situations where they needed to drive down the field. They weren't capable of doing so. And it looked like you said with James Conner, I was a little thrown off by the amount of uh, times that he was ran during that game, being as close as that game was. He was only ran. They only ran him 13 times, right? They only ran him 13 times. Right. He rushed for 43 yards. And, and, and the way yeah. that you say that, that San Fran controlled the clock, I mean, I just, even with them controlling the clock, the game was still close late in the fourth quarter. Run the clock out. Run it, well, and I yeah. guess that's why you don't run the clock out because Connor fumbles in the in the, in the fourth quarter. But yeah, yeah that's one of those that was huge, uh, that was huge fumbles that was in their territory, which gave them a short field. And, and and that's something you can't do in that situation. But yeah, just just looking at what I was capable of seeing in terms of the highlights, and looking at a couple of the stats, and reading at the uh, reading the play by play on on the breakdown for the game. Yeah, it was just a couple of those things just were, were, were huge, 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 in my personal opinion, on, on, on why they lost that game. But yeah, yeah. that situation, I'm not gonna, you, you can't turn the ball over. Right. Look, I don't want to turn into a Steelers podcast because, damn it, I don't have the pain, and I know you don't need the, the boredom. I just say this, man. You mentioned Minka Fitzpatrick earlier. He had a great – he had a damn good game. I'm not going to say mm-hmm. great, but for, for someone who just came off the street and signed and like 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 uh, from the trade, if we were from Miami and just jumped right into action, 
he did pretty damn well. I mean, he had an interception, albeit off of deflection, but he was still around the ball. And he caused a fumble. Had he, he, he damn near led the team in tackles. So, I mean, it's a huge upgrade. But you have to wonder the coaching staff, with all that talent on the on defense on, for Pittsburgh, a bunch of first and second round draft picks. Mm-hmm. You see, individually, that they're pretty good, but collectively, they're having a hard time making stops. That's that's coaching, man. And yeah. that's at the field, the coordinator, which ultimately leads to the head coach, Mike Tom, because he's refused to get rid of the defensive coordinator for the past few seasons after running off Dick, Dick LeBeau. So mm. it's 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 they're in trouble, brother. And I would say I'm worried for my Tomlin, but I'm pretty apathetic towards him right about now because I mean Omar Epps let he, that Omar <laughs> Epps wanted me just let old boy stick around the defense coordinator too damn long. So we'll see. But this is Cincinnati game. At least it was there for the Texans Monday night at home. Mm-hmm. And I if they find a way to lose that game. I think Tomlin's on the clock. Officially, is on the clock at that point. Because I'm going to go ahead and say that he is on the clock. I'm sorry. I'm going to agree with you and say that he is on the clock. If that's was that what happens? Yeah. Yeah. It's this time for him to coach. He hasn't been Roethlisberger for all those years. He inherited him. He inherited mm-hmm. great talent on both sides of the ball too. It's time for him to earn his money. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. So right quick, um, let's move on to your. Beloved Washington. Uh, that offensive line is terrible. And not only is it terrible, it's just plain offensive. I mean, <laughs> Case Kim was getting killed back there. Peterson, Adrian Peterson, I know he's old as hell, but he couldn't get on track. On track. And I was, some there were people still talking to people who wanted to put Haskins in. I'm like, well, you want to put Haskins behind that line and get him killed that early? Where was confident? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Would you want to do that? And could someone get get Josh Norman to cover somebody? I mean, he just uh, lost back there. Did he just give up? I'm going to tell you this, right? First of all, before we before I get on Washington real quick, just a, a, a real quick thing about Pittsburgh. Yeah. At, at least Tomlin has an opportunity to kind of make up some ground, right? Because the next five out of six games are going to be at home. Yeah, with the exception right. of that road game against the Chargers, right? And, yeah, Baltimore right. is thrown in that mix, but they still got Cincinnati, Miami, the Colts, and then the Rams. Okay, it's going to be a little tough. But after that, you got Cleveland, Cincinnati, Cleveland, Arizona, Buffalo. We don't know what Buffalo is going to be at that point, even though they are 3 no. and I know we're going to talk about them later. Right. The Jets, we don't know what they're going to be at that point, and then they got Baltimore at the end of the season. So it's a possibility that at least – Tomlin can clean this up and make this salvageable, uh, a six-win, maybe seven-win season. But it, it, this is one of those time will tell situations. But there's a lot to need to clean up. But let's get to Washington, right? Welcome yeah. to my world. This is what I've been <laughs> saying ever since the preseason, right? They've been having right. issues with the old line. They've been drafting guys. And don't get me wrong, Brandon Sheriff, Pro Bowl caliber guard, which they're actually looking to re-up. Um, but they, they, Morgan Moses, I'm glad he's there, but at the same time, he still makes mistakes. They had to bring in Penn to replace uh, the disgruntled uh, Trent Williams, who's still not showing up yet, and no one knows if he is ever going to show up. Um, and, right. and, you know, the O-line – it's it's gone through changes, right? Because when 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 Jake got there, the old line was was a, a huge detriment. But they were able to coach him up and get him to a certain point. And 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 with um, what's your boy's name that used to be in Dallas? The old line guy. I can't remember what his name is off the top of my head, which is oh, horrible. But um, yeah. it, you know they brought him in, they brought the guru in, and they were starting to get better. Then they started facing injuries. Then they couldn't deal with – they had problems with death. They're still having problems with death, as you can see. Um, a lot of the guys that they've drafted still aren't working out yet. And Trent not being there is glaring. You can really see yeah. it. But the thing is this, though, 
as bad as they looked against Chicago, and I'll get to that in just a moment, they didn't give up any sacks the first two weeks. And those losses against Dallas and the Philly, they didn't give up a sack in those games, right? But right. all things came to a head, as they always do with the Redskins when it comes to primetime football, especially Monday night over the past 20 years. Their record over the past mm-hmm. 20 years, in prime time is abominable. Even worse on Mondays. I think they're like uh, uh, six <laughs> and twenty-one or something like that over the past twenty. Mm-hmm. It is insane, insane. Matter of fact, they've lost their last seven straight. Well, eight now on Monday nights. So wow. you had that defense, and this is what was expected. You had that old line, even though they did okay the first two weeks. They were still going to face a Bears defense, which looked great against uh, Green Bay. And, you know, they looked looked good against um, Denver as well. But I I knew they were going to blow out Washington. But just the the types of mistakes that happened in that game. You can't leave Khalil Mack unblocked. There was a play where he just walked in freely. Right. Yeah, I was looking at that. I'm like, what the hell? Are you serious? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, he, he was surprised. He had to pause for a moment and still had time to get back there. But there was a play where uh, Trevathan d- uh, did with uh, Booker McFarlane called the, the sleeping leg, where he, he faked like he was going to rush, stopped. The old lineman saw him stop thinking he was going to go back into coverage, moved over to another D lineman which I'm figuring out why, because he's not necessarily gone yet. So when he left, Trevathan was like, oh, free pass. And, mm. and hit uh, 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 Keenum. I'm like, oh, my God, everything that could have gone wrong in that game did. <laughs> and, and it just kept oh. the pick six to, to ha-ha Clinton Dix, who had two interceptions. And, and something about guys who used to play with Washington so far this season that have been having big games against them this season with Deshaun Watson in week one, ha-ha Clinton Dix in week two, week three. Um, you had the three touchdowns, um, the three touchdown passes on, on short field uh, 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 by Trubisky. But even still, the one thing I will say is that when the Skins came back in the second half, they came back with fight. And there was a moment there in the fourth quarter, midway through the fourth, where they're driving against this Bears defense is 28-15, and they're about to get into the red zone if not for the bonehead play of uh, Case Keenum. I was going to call him Kirk Cousins. Of Case Keenum, where on fourth and one, might as well, right? Instead of diving forward and through the line and getting down and after gaining the yard, no, he thinks he's on the goal line, dives in the air, and gets the ball swatted away for the fumble. My God, what are you doing on the fourth one? This, that was, you know what? The narrative would have probably – the narrative would have been completely different had they gotten that first down and they don't – and they potentially score on that drive. Then you have a situation mm. where there was in a touchdown against the Bears Coming back after being down twenty-eight nothing, huh? And, and don't forget they missed a field goal. They missed a field goal in that game too. But then you got the pick six. You know the the, the if situation, the if scenarios. If if was a fifth, and you know they wouldn't have the pick six to not probably be drunk right now. But I'm not, and they did. So you know what? Every time I hear the name Ha Ha Clinton Dix, you probably heard me giggling. That's a bad Monica Lewinsky joke waiting to happen. I'm sorry, I just got to point that out. Oh, my God. I, I, I didn't even think that about out. it that way. I didn't even <laughs> think about it that way. This I entire time, I didn't even think about it that way. I'm 14 right now. That's so all right. don't mind me. Don't that mind is fine. Me. <laughs> that is fine. But, yeah, Monday was just an embarrassment of riches with Everybody looked horrible. Offense, defense, the the, the right. type of calls 
on the offensive line, which killed drives, which has been going on all season long. The way that the defense mm. was put in short field situations, the attempted hurdle by Vernon Davis, which he seems to be doing every week. I mean, I'm glad when it works, but when it didn't work in that, that situation, so oh, my God. Now, don't get me that wrong. He bad. still got an additional three yards out of that play. But still, dude, he saw you hurdling, stopped mid-tackle, and just stood up. But, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Man. Just, yeah. oh my God. And to make matters worse, if you didn't hear, today at practice, Case Keenum was seen walking oh. around in a boot. Oh. So there is a chance that Case Keenum is not going to play on Sunday. So you ask, who is going to start? Is it going to be Dwayne Haskins? Which one? Everyone who was asking for Dwayne Haskins to be thrown out there to the wolves like that, shame on you. I understand it's a bad situation, but you don't throw a rookie out there behind that old line <laughs> looking right. for him, look, looking to get right. Yes, very detrimental. It's not beneficial to him at all. What you're doing is if you want to throw a QB out there, you're throwing him out there to get physical reps during the game and making sure it's positive and that he learns from the negative, not to get killed in a situation where you're down like that in week three. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But not with us against the Bears defense. Not, not against that defense. That would come no. with Mac and company. No. No. And, and, and they would they would have wanted that to happen. And I'm glad they didn't do it. But back to the injury. Yeah. Case Keenum, walking boot. They don't know if he's going to be playing on Sunday. Will Dwayne Haskins start? Probably not. Because guess who's coming yep. up? Do you, remember, do you remember Super Tecmo Bowl? Uh, who does it? The video game Super Tecmo Bowl. You, okay. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, I'm about to say, say who doesn't? Who doesn't know, know about? It? I mean, who does know about? It? I mean, unless they're like less than 20 years old. But who uh, doesn't know? But yeah. So yeah. you know, during if you play the break, if you play a season on Tecmo Bowl, you have it so that players can get hurt, and then. They show the player running out of the hospital in their uniform, which is yeah. hilarious to me. Like he's coming out yeah, no. of the hospital with his uniform on. But to the rescue for Washington, and I'm doing air quotes. But in what world does that happen? What world does that happen? A dude who's on oh. the injury reserve list coming and running his ass out of the hospital in his full uniform, show pads and all. That's 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 hilarious. Only in the world of Techno Bowl, which is why I love it. Right, but. Colt McCoy is back from injury this week. So there is a chance that if Case Keenum cannot play against the Giants, we are going to see Daniel Jones versus Colt McCoy on Sunday. And then, of course, this is what makes this even more interesting, right? With Colt McCoy's injury history, we just might see Dwayne Haskins on Sunday. We just might. Because Colt has a way of not staying healthy. Real quick on on Colt McCoy. Uh Uh-huh. Jay Gruden, the coach of your team, he loves himself as a Colt McCoy. He can't quit Colt McCoy. He He can't can't quit quit Colt McCoy to save his life. He had him there during the RG3 years. He can't quit him. He just can't. And the thing is, there was was a huge chance that Colt was going to start the regular season if not for his injury. So, yeah, he oh, wow. loves him. So Well, I mean, Colt knows the system. He knows it. The thing is, and he's also, you know, a gunslinger, but sometimes it's to his detriment. And then at the same time with him, he, he can scrabble, once again, to his detriment. <laughs> so as much as he loves him, this dude just can't stay on the field to save his own life. So we'll see what happens, man. And then – so when the, 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 the tragedy that is Jordan Reed, seven, seven, let me say it one more time, seven mm. reported concussions throughout his entire yeah. career, seven. Don't know yeah. if he's coming back this season. 
don't know if he's coming back I ever. Seven, seven, seven blows to the head like that? Seven. Yeah, and his last one was taken. Yes, it is. But the, the sad part is the last one happened during preseason. Why is he out there taking reps? Well, I understand you want to get him in the game shape, but still, you know the dude's history. Why is he out there? Hmm. I don't know. It, you know what? Too. It should have been a, a flag yeah. called in that play, and it wasn't. Yeah. But I digress. <laughs> we, okay, let's go off this. Let's, let's, we're both depressing hell over our teams. I don't well, want to cut you I'll, I'll say, we, I'll, we, let we, me we, say real quick, say why I'm not depressed. I came into this year looking at this as a rebuild year, unlike a lot of other people. Mm-hmm who had high hopes for the defense, you know, who questioned the offense. I was just the inverse. I'm like, don't question these young receivers because we don't know what they are yet. And Scary Terry is showing you that you don't know who he is yet. But now you're starting to learn. And the defense, though it's not completely their fault, I'm not 100% sold in that scheme. Josh Norman, I wish they would sit him down, but he's making too much money to do so. And 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 they don't have the depth that they need in order for them to continuously put put pressure because that's the name of the game right now with, with in the NFL as it pertains to defense having rotation having depth and having ways of people and having your your best guys fresh in the fourth quarter and this team doesn't have it so that's why I'm not necessarily upset that they are where they are right now because I'm just looking at this as it is it's a rebuilding season they got a young QB they got young running backs. They got a uh, young wide receivers. They got young guys on that defensive line. They got young guys at the linebacker spot. If they can only get some talent on the corners and another safety out there, and I know that sounds like a lot, but if they can get it to go out there with Landon Collins, the team will turn around. But like I said, this is just looking like a rebuild, but it's going to have to start from scratch, which means possibly, well, not possibly, but they're going to have to get rid of of, uh, uh, Bruce Allen because this is not just a, a coaching situation. Y'all this is a year. cultural Y'all situation. Yeah, I know we said it every year. Yeah. We say it every year, but, dude, it, 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 it is a culture. Let me give you a quick tidbit. When the, the Eagles went into halftime. Make it quick. Yes, right, real quick. When the Eagles went into halftime against the Skins and they were down, Deshaun Jackson said to that team, to the Eagles, dude, they think they won. I know that culture over there because I used to be over there, and they think that they won. We come out here and do what we need to do. We'll win this game. That's what happened. You know what the funny thing is? The oh, majority he said of the guys. Yes, he said that. The majority of the guys who Deshaun played with are gone. So for him to believe that 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 culture is like that still to this day, that means it has to be someone outside of the players. It has to be either the coaching staff, which oddly enough is com- almost completely different since he was there last, or the front office, which is the exact same. If he thinks that's still like that, that that means something needs to change bigger than the players, and that's why I'm like, I, it can't be the owner. Bruce got to get out of there. He got to go. Mm. Well, moving right along. <laughs> I know I was passionate about that, man, but, yeah, I felt that one, man. I felt that one. God. Mm. Yo, let's keep it positive. Let's get some positive vibes here. How about the same yes. big win for Teddy Bridgewater? No Drew Brees? Yes. No problem. Go to Seattle, pick up a big win. And it is going to show you, man. We talked about coaching in front office earlier for both mm-hmm. our squads. Mm-hmm. Sean Payton's doing a hell of a job. He's proving his medal. He's proving why he's one of the best coaches in the league. He, Teddy Bridgewater on the road, Seattle, the 12th mm-hmm. man, get that W. And, you know, and we could go all the way back to when Brave was hurt, you know, for, like for the uh, Patriots, I think it was 2010. I think it was yeah. maybe 2009. Uh-huh. But, it, but but when he, he being Bill Belichick, this a little fired him as a, as a coaching goat to me. He won 11 games with Matt Castle at the helm. Yes. So just think about that for a minute. So that's mm-hmm. why coaching, I mean, that that, that 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 example and what's going on in New Orleans right now is why coaching matters in the NFL. And yes. both sports, particularly in the NFL. It really matters. I mean, Sean, mm-hmm. Sean McVay doing his thing in Los Angeles, the Rams, that's almost the same squad 
that uh, Jeff Fisher almost pretty much ran to the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and so look at him now. I mean, Super Bowl second runners up last year, at three and zero now, and uh, yeah, I mean it's 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 something, man. So exactly. I mean, what, 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 so so um, I, I want to get your thoughts right quick before we move on. The that game of the week last past week was Baltimore at Kansas City. You, we touched you touched on it a little bit earlier. We mentioned mm-hmm. like Lamar Jackson, the Ravens, how they're doing. Um, yeah, I mean that twenty three points second quarter doomed Baltimore. But I like their resolve. I like the way they kept fighting. I like the way, um, even though he didn't complete, barely complete half of his passes, I like the way Lamar Jackson held in there. Mm-hmm. Like, like, a, like a, 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 an in there and almost they made a game of it and could have brought them back if it wasn't for Kansas City running out the clock on a nifty screenplay on third down. Which yeah. pretty much iced it for him. But give me your thoughts on the on the Ravens. Well, give me actually like like like, like yeah yeah. Give me your thoughts on the Ravens because it seems like in the FC it's the it's the Patriots, Chiefs, and it's a big drop off to the next team. Could Baltimore be that next in line team, if you will, to um, um, New England and Kansas City? You know what? That you're you're right to a degree. I'll be um, intrigued in seeing how Baltimore develops throughout the rest of the season because, you know, this isn't the same Lamar Jackson that we saw last year, right, to his benefit, right. too. You know, but I don't lot. know if we would have seen what we saw this past Sunday with the Lamar Jackson of season one, which is fantastic. You know, for whatever right. reason, um, Harbaugh always – well, not just Harbaugh, but Baltimore as an organization. And that's one of those cultural things, right, that I just said earlier. Baltimore, regardless, thing, yes. of, regardless of who is, is, is in the black and purple on that defensive side of the ball, they will make plays. They bring it. And they will keep they you in it. games. They bring it. Don't matter. They, they, they keep losing guys either to retirement, to trade, a free agency, it don't matter. They just keep balling. And now you bring in Mark Ingram back there. You get him a, a nice, consistent running back, something that he haven't had in years. I almost, almost want to see. Well, yeah, since since Ray Rice, that's the best running back that they've had since the Ray Rice debacle. Mark Ingram is doing quite well from this year. That was a yeah, big signing. So, you know, you you have him, and then you got um. Your boy Hollywood Brown, balling, uh, uh, leading uh, receivers, well, reading, leading rookies in uh, receiving yards, and I think in touchdowns too, maybe. Either that, or he's tied yeah. with um, with Scary Terry. But um, so yeah, you, you you get your quality defense. Uh, uh, your your offense is, is playing. The thing is, can you get consistency out of that? I want to see what their stretch looks like. Or if, if there's a stretch where they run against um, a, a tougher opponent, but I mean they they've already had Kansas City. Who did they have? Uh, well, they beat um, Miami Week One. Who did they have right. Week Two? They, beat, they they beat the Cardinals. They beat the Cardinals in Week Two. They beat the Cardinals in Week Two. So yeah, so you know yeah. they, they they had a couple of uh, desserts on Week One and Week Two, but Week Three they at least showed me something, and they showed me that they can at least compete or attempt to stick with the elites, which are Kansas City and and New England, like you said. And, yeah, you're right. Right. They they probably are right there. Well, they are right there with the Chargers. I think they are. And and with Houston. And and, and and right below them, in my opinion, are the Indianapolis Colts. Jacoby Brissett is playing a whole lot better than what people were, were expecting. And he has that team that that yeah. two and one, when everyone was clamoring, they need to bring in cap. They need to bring in cap. There was something that the coaching staff knew that Jacoby knows the system, and they know that he can make plays. And like I said on this show numerous times last year, that defense is pretty good too. So you have that yeah. situation, and, and Marlon Mack, not necessarily balling, but he's still capable 
of of, of being a, a, a running back that keeps you respectable. And like I said before, Jacoby's making plays. So they're right there too. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens with the likes of Buffalo, who is a surprise right now. Um, who you think else is for real? You think that that's a fantastic question. Remember, Buffalo was in the playoffs two seasons ago at nine and seven. I understand yeah. that uh, Lashawn McCoy is now gone, but they got Fred, Frank Gorney. They got another veteran that that can play and 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 tote the rock, especially and and when it comes to late in the season when it's going to get cold. In, in, in Buffalo, something that you're going to need. That defense. We're going to find out about them. We're going to find out about them. But, yes, we are. See, the thing is, I will say this. Once again, they, they've been eating on desserts. Their strength of schedule over their first three games has been 11% with wins over both teams in New York, the Jets and the Giants, and yep. the Cincinnati Bengals. So, you know, they had some easy uh, teams, but they beat them. The, the thing is that they beat them. Right after right. that, this week they got New England, then they go to Tennessee, then they got a bye, then they got another cupcake in Miami. Then with Philly, we don't know what Philly's going to be because we don't know if their receivers are going to be healthy or not, which is going to be interesting right. because Buffalo does get Philly get the clear. Then they got Washington, which might be a cupcake, and it could be a situation where Dwayne Haskins is playing that week. Then they go to Cleveland. And then they got Miami again. So it's a situation here with Buffalo. I'm not screaming that they're going to make the, uh, they're going to win the division, but this is a team that could get eight, nine wins, and it may be enough to sneak them into that final playoff spot again. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, we we'll have to wait and see. But it's we're going to find out about Buffalo. That's New England this weekend, this coming week. We're going to find out. Like you, we both but see, the said, thing is with Buffalo, if they beat New England, it'll be a surprise. If they lose to New England, it won't. Excuse me, it won't be a surprise. It's the following week against Tennessee, a team that they're going to be jockeying yeah. for a position with in for that final playoff spot. And if they can go on the road and beat Tennessee, it'll be to their benefit. Mm. Good point. Very good point. Um, we're going to close this segment of NFL with. I'm sure he'll be he'll be the now he's the Bama of the be my Bama of the week. He'll be a Bama of any week this season because how much of a stupid ass is going to be that that he's been. Antonio yeah. Brown. He's the only Negro who not only taught himself after his way out of thirty million dollars. He he. He, he's possibly after his way out of ten more million dollars. I mean, mm-hmm. first with Oakland, then with New England. I mean, him like, and it wasn't like he was giving the New England hell as he did in Oakland and Pittsburgh before that. The man on the group text, text harassed one of his accusers who wouldn't yes. even want any restitution. He just she just wanted yeah. it to be known, and he went after her, talking about her kids. I mean, threatening her with a kid with a family, and not only that, his lawyer was on the group chat, but he was smart enough not to say anything. He probably wondering what the hell is this nigga doing? He's running Dude. his own case. I can't and call. Now him. he's out. Of, now he's the, the Patriots wisely fired him, even though it took them long enough to fire him, and. Do this radioactive because Roger Goodell and them said, you know, you can sign him, but sign so, do so at your own peril because yeah. you're still subjected to punishment. So uh-huh. do you think anybody's going to sign him this year? Hell no. No. Do I believe no. Drew Rosenhaus when, when, I, when he said that the teams are interested? I mean, no. I'm sure there's curiosity, but to say that there's interest to the point where he's possibly going to be signed this year, He's full of shit, and he knows he's full of shit. I mean, he's his nature. That's what he's supposed to do. But that's what he's supposed to do. Yeah. I mean, still, I mean, that's Antonio Brown has to be the dumbest motherfucker in sports history, or in America, has or to in be. the world. To talk his and, way and, out of thirty million dollars once, and then possibly out of another ten. Yeah. You just can't write. You just can't make this up. You can't make this up. That's why when people try to complain to compare him. 
to T.O. and to Chad Johnson, I'm like, no, this dude's worse. No. This dude's just yeah. dumb. Plain dumb. Like, at least with T.O., a lot of that stuff was alleged. If you look back at the history with T.O., his teammates loved him. It was the specter yes. of what was that got him kicked out of the league, unfortunately. Unfortunately, because like with Philly, his teammates wanted him to stay. San Fran, the teammates yeah. wanted him to stay. Dallas, the teammates wanted him to stay. For all the places where he was supposed to have been tumultuous, no, he wasn't. And it wasn't – well, he wasn't to the, to the players. They wanted him to, 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 to still be there. But with this dude – There's the quarterback. The quarterback. Oh, my God. No. And, and then this way it gets worse. Like you said, with, with, with the whole the, – the, the text and stuff, as dumb as that is. And, and that, that was the thing. I think if – matter of fact, I know if he wasn't a distraction off the field yeah. – and, and and Belichick didn't have to answer the the, the the questions, or I'm sorry, if he didn't have to deflect from answering the questions day after day, it wouldn't have been an issue. But yeah. he did. Then the texting situation, and then the, the the tweeting about Belichick and and his rubber dub dub up in uh in Tampa. <laughs> That's why no one yeah. wants you, dude. John, this is why. You know oh. what the thing was that's messed about that? Robert Kraft, that? word on the street was, was that when dudes, what, like, um, like, he, like, like, a, like, um, I can't talk. Mr. Kraft was one to pay this remaining, uh, uh, Antonio Brown's remaining salary because, mm-hmm. you know, he just felt that he, he this was the right thing to do until he said something about, Robert Kraft and, and uh, like an attack. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry. In a tweet, why would he do that? Why would Antonio Brown do such a thing when he knows he knows that the owner won him there, Tom Brady won him there, Bill Belichick won him there? Why do you burn that bridge? You big why, dummy. Why do you do that? And I understand he has a he may have, and the crazy thing, crazy thing is he had a point about the perceived double standard with, with Mr. Kraft and Big Ben, but mm-hmm. still, you don't do that. You don't do that. It's one of those things you just don't hit send on because chances are Mr. Crowd would have given him his money. Now he's like, now he's going to find me arbitration, and AB's not going to see that money. He's probably not going to see that money. Come on. And what? And, and you know the funny thing about this whole deal is, remember when all those fools on 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 Twitter were talking about who AB's playing chess when well, everyone's playing checkers? He found his way over to get to New England. This is planned all along. Was this his plan too? <laughs> people who said on that he pissed his way out of another ten mil to go on to, to go on the thirty mil he pissed his way out of before from Oakland. You know what though? I'll tell you this this could have getting this. to New England could I'll have been you, his plan. Then he's this, really dumb. Then he is really really dumb. If that's his plan. Well, no, no, no. Let me explain why getting to New England was it, it, it could have been his plan. He wasn't expecting the the, uh, the allegations to come up, and that threw him off his plan. And, and he didn't know how to respond to that. If he would have responded in a particular way, he probably could have gotten through with it, and then he still would be playing with New England to this day. But just he don't, since he won't be a dummy. You know, because I had a conversation with a friend, and she was like, you know what? What and, 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 and this is the whole devil's advocate, and with me being a devil's advocate, I'm like, okay, I get it to a degree, but still have some decorum and some respect for a visitor in your own home. The thing is, what if that's how Antonio Brown walks around his house? What if he just walks around his house butt naked? What if that's what he does? Okay. I kind of get it, but you got to get there. You know what? I agree with you. I do. But, you know, it, 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 reasonable doubt, right? Reasonable doubt. As long as you can throw some sort of reasonable doubt, it's there. But, no, you want to follow it up with the dumb text. Oh, 
And like you said, she didn't even want any money. She didn't want nothing. Jesus, it's all about oh. awareness. But she didn't want any restitution. But you know, getting back to the other accuser, that Taylor chick, um, mm-hmm. that that former trainer. Now, yes. look, I'm not going to speculate, but just some food for thought. You saw those pictures, right? That AB, I guess, tweeted out, put on. You should Uh-oh. take a look at them because it looked like it's not, now. I'm not saying I'm not saying that he didn't do any there were any wrongdoings. Mm-hmm. Some could still, but I still could have gone down. I think it was more mutual the relationship as a whole. If you look at those tweets and Instagram posts from the past, or those Uh-oh. two together, this one of them was, and let's just say one of those moments was a, was more likely followed an intimate moment. And I'll leave it at that. I think that, I think that um, yeah, it's uh, it's out there for it's 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 out there. Just Google it. Um, and the thing is, this young lady's getting married. She's already married now. She just got married. So I don't know okay. if a way for her to say. I don't know if this is a way of uh, saving face with with her fiance. Um, you know, because when you mentioned that um, that that. Um, that uh, that the whole thing with in New England when he didn't know about another accused coming up, he knew obviously he knew about this one with with his former trainer, and mm-hmm. one was that he did not want to make a big settlement. He didn't want to give her any money because she wasn't mm-hmm. given the criminal court. She was trying to settle with him in civil okay. court, if not if I'm not mistaken. So the thing is is and I could be wrong, but you know, but the thing is that he felt that. She did not. He did not owe her a rent cent. That it was conceived, maintained. It was consensual, and mm-hmm. I guess him putting out tweets and this post was trying to prove his case. But again, mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. I don't know. But I, I will say this: this couple with the with the other accuser that he threatened in the group text mm-hmm. just leads to me, and also him throwing furniture over a balcony that could have. Seriously, hurt or, or, or killed a toddler and another young person. <sighs> These are all patterns of troubling behavior. That yes, I have no idea Antonio Brown would be even capable of. And you got to wonder about Mike Tomlin. He already did a, a decent job of getting that team to still win and a baseball. Mm-hmm. That I mean, granted, I mean that was all Mike Tomlin's doing anyway. Letting the um, the 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 the, um, the locker room run amok, but that's not a here nor there. But the point is, is that at least Oakland and New England, especially Oakland, at least they didn't put up with that crap as long as Pittsburgh did. They fired his ass when he when he after the total fool, and that was when Oakland tried to bend up a backwards for him. Yeah, still couldn't do right. And thirty that and thirty million dollars still weren't enough for him. And now this, so I I just don't know, bro. I I I just don't know. But anyway, um, neither yeah, do I. Should, uh, we'll, we'll, let's close the shot on this, man. This will get right. the blood blowing, because I heard this banded about on social media. I heard this banded about undisputed, and and other sports talk shows. Um, mm-hmm. That's this past week in college football, right? You know, mm-hmm. you had your big wins, your Texas win over Oklahoma State. Uh, yep. Auburn win at Texas A&M, damn impressive. And Florida, certain Tennessee over its 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 lap. That's the way they've been doing the past I don't know how many years. Um, but one thing that stood out the most to me, the big matchup of the week college football was Michigan Wisconsin, right? Yes. Two big dogs expecting to make some major noise in the Big Ten. That game turned out to be a freaking dud, man. Thirty-five to fourteen, Wisconsin, and the game was still at twenty-eight to nothing at halftime. Over mm-hmm. Michigan, yeah. supposedly, allegedly rough and tough Michigan, and they allowed Michigan did Jonathan Taylor, who's a Heisman Trophy candidate. I get it; he's a man, but he ran for over two two hundred three yards on just twenty-three carries. That's almost ten yards a carry with two touchdowns. Yeah. Both kept coming in the first half. And he had over 100 yards at the end of the first quarter. And meanwhile, Shea Patterson from Michigan, the quarterback, he completed less than 50% of his passes for only 219 yards. So <laughs> I'm, sh- 
sure I'm sure that this is not what Michigan had in mind when they hired Harbaugh. It's out of the eight million dollar year contract. Was it eight or ten million dollars? I think it's I think it's eight million dollars a year contract. I want to say it was eight. Yeah. Yeah, eight million dollar year contract. You don't pay a guy eight million dollars a year to lose by twenty one points with Wisconsin. No. And again, I get Wisconsin's good, but if you're Michigan and if you're that team that's supposed to challenge Ohio State and Penn State and try to be Michigan State for a change, you you don't lose thirty five to fourteen to Wisconsin. So I I'm not for hot takes, man. I think this I think Harbaugh is pretty much getting towards the hot seat right now. I think the seat's warming up right about now. Which is interesting to me because this dude has won at least eight games a year that he's been there, right? Right. But right. I understand that's he's not why 40, he's there. It's just he's forty or fifteen at the time at Michigan. And he's average yeah. to your point over ten wins a season. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, but still, to you know, to, and I think you're going to say you're not paying. Michigan is not paying them eight million dollars a year to be quote unquote only forty fifteen and not even win your damn division in your conference. Exactly, sure. that was going to be my point. That's not why they hired yeah. him. They hired him to beat right. Ohio State. He has not done yes. that yet. And then that's the other right. thing too that has been a problem outside of not beating Ohio State. You had, what, year one where he started out that loss to Notre Dame. And then they lose to right. uh, Florida in, in the bowl game uh, at the end of that year. Then, you know, the following year, they had the losses to Penn yeah. State, Wisconsin, and, and uh, Michigan State, another team that they've had, he's had trouble with. And you can't have problems with Michigan State being Michigan. You can't be 2-2 two and two against Michigan State in your time there. And, and and then you know they had lost to Iowa uh, 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 in, in year three. So, dude, the, the the games that you're supposed to win, you're not winning. And then right. they struggled against uh, uh, Army in week two. They still lost they to Army. Slow, they still lost to Army. They almost lost to Army, if yeah. not for the overtime situation. So yeah. It's not looking good. It is not looking good for him at all. And um, I, I don't know what we're going to do. But you know what? If, if memory serves me, I think a lot of his offensive staff is gone. Um, uh, 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 what's your boy's name? Pep Hamilton, if, if memory serves yeah. me correctly, who used to be on his staff, is now here in D.C. Right. Um, with the XFL. Then if memory serves me correctly, oh. Was is Tyrone Wheatley? Was Tyrone on his staff too? It might have been. He's a Michigan guy. It makes sense if, if he was. Yeah, if, if, if Tyrone wasn't or was on his staff, he's now in Baltimore at Morgan State. So uh, they, they they're they're going through some changes in in uh, Ann Arbor. But at the same time, dude, you're still supposed to be uh, Jim Harbaugh, and you're supposed to be. Ohio, you're not supposed to be stumbling to Wisconsin. There's possibility. Well, Wisconsin and Ohio State, they're not in the same division, are they? No, they're not. No, they're not. So, you know, we, we'll, we'll probably end up seeing them in the Big Ten Championship game again. So, um, get ready for that. But, uh, yeah, yeah, this type of loss now, bruh, in, in order yeah. for you to redeem yourself, you're going to have to end the season out on a good note, and it will help if you beat Ohio State. If you don't, that means you got to win everything else. You have to win everything else in order for you to stay, or at least make it uh, make make it reasonable for you to be, still be there. But the one position that they they really haven't had, uh, um, um, the the I, I guess the great play that they need. It's QB. It's been yeah. QB, and and you know Patterson that hasn't been panning out well. When, when Spike was there, the was offense is a I'm mess. sorry, the offense is a freaking mess. It really offense, is. see, there you go, and 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 but see, he's he's also bringing these players in, so these are his guys now, and um, right, <laughs> something's gonna have to change, and it's gonna have to change Dude. soon. And they only got exactly. nine weeks to do it. So, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the next few games. They get a reprieve when they host Rutgers this Saturday. And okay. Iowa comes to the big house the following week. Uh. And they travel to Illinois. But this is when it gets interesting. They go to Penn State, right? Mm-hmm. They host Notre Dame. They go to Maryland. Mm-hmm. But, but they host Michigan State the following week. They're at Indiana. That shouldn't be the problem. And they host Ohio State. Now, let's let's look at it this way. They have that much of an error. If they want to win the division in the post-Urban Meyer era of Ohio State, they mm-hmm. can't, They really can't lose another game. They can't no. lose at home to Iowa. They no. can't lose at Penn State. They can't no. lose to Notre Dame. They can't no. lose to quote-unquote little brother Michigan State, and they definitely they got to get there with Ohio State. They got them in the big house. Dude. And if they have the no one- excuse. The one team that you, you're not saying, and I can't believe I'm about to say this, they can't lose to Maryland. I don't know what Maryland team we're going to get, right? We, we saw what they did yeah. to Syracuse, and then we saw what they what happened to them with Temple the week after, right? Right. For whatever reason, over the past couple of seasons, Maryland will play up to their competition, and then they'll play down to their competition. So... Mm. Michigan's going to have to keep their guards up against Maryland, too. So, I mean, that's not just ignore Maryland like I would suggest that we normally do. But <laughs> guard your grill. Guard your grill when you come around them Terrapins. Because uh, for whatever, I, I, I'm still trying to understand that. For, they, they like to, they, they, they will play up to this. Because they almost beat Ohio State last year at the crib. And, and, and again, it right. went over time. So it started up big. Yeah, got, got your grill knuckle up. That's all I'm saying, man. Don't, don't. Mm-mm. Everybody else, you need to watch out for. But that team, yeah, yeah. I can't believe I said that out loud. I can't. <sighs> well, dude, yeah. I, you know what? The talented. They got Josh Jackson transferred from, from Virginia Tech. They sure I do. Mean, it, they got talent. Um, but it, it's really weird. So let me just ask you just one more thing about Harbaugh. We'll, we'll close the show. Mm-hmm. If Harbaugh loses more than two games this year, do you think he's gone? That is a costly buyout. Because he can buy on people. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a costly buyout. Because cause he's, he's, he grates on people. And yeah. it's one thing to do it while winning. There's nothing. I mean, he's not even winning his own division. So if he wins, if he loses more than two games, is he gone though? I know you've been to more five, than but two. What do you think? God, and, and that's the bad thing because it, yeah. it it is possible that they can lose three games this year. You know, it yep. it, it is not a far gone conclusion that they'll beat Michigan State. We don't know that yet because there's five hundred right. of them, and then they still mm-hmm. have he, they still haven't beaten Ohio State under his watch. That's two L's right. right there plus the one they already got. So we 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 probably will be finding out at the end of the year what happens. You know, I, I still yeah. say eight and three is 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 good, but it ain't what they were looking for. So it is right. it, it, to my head. Do they fire them? Gun to my head, and I got to answer this. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. say no. You <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no because the amount of money okay. it's going to cost them to fire him might not be right. worth it. It might not. And the reason why I, I, I bring that up, well, I mean, I, I don't think the money will have anything to do with um, with this. But um, you saw what happened with Kansas, right? In terms of their basketball right. program. When will yeah. it be Michigan's turn? You know, it, 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 it's dominoes falling. Who Who is the next domino to fall? And we know the Blue Bloods are falling. We just don't know who's going to fall next. If they if, if they come back to Kansas, dude, <laughs> Michigan could be next. Carolina could be next. Duke could be next. Who's next? And, and I don't know if if, if – you know, I don't. I don't know if that type of financial decision weighs into that. Uh, my guess is that they're two separate situations. 
but I don't know if they want to go ahead and make that type of deal. And then they're going to have to bring in a guy that they think is capable of beating Ohio State, and they're going to have to pay him to do so. So are they going to be willing to pay out that kind of money to do that? And I don't think they will. Thank you, bro. Appreciate that. We'll see what's going on next week with Michigan and all things NFL. Take a life, bro. No diggity, no doubt. Holla. All right, peace. It's like guy, Dwayne Nash. He's co-host of the show. Please check him out on Sleazy Radio every Tuesday on, on Facebook Live, on Sports Blog. Y'all such HBC Sports. We rest about all things HBC Sports. Take y'all for tuning into the cloud. This is Scott Burke. Sign out. Oh, six. Yes.